0: I have hecklers, and they're my children, by the way. I'm Katherine, alcoholic. Um, my sobriety date is April Fool's Day, uh, 1994, and um, my drink of choice was—I uh, drank very healthy. I drank a lot, of, a lot of wine, and um, and I also drank a lot of vodka. I'm here tonight with um, my husband is the main speaker, and um, all three of my sober children are here. My sober adult children. Um, I turned sixty five this year, so I became eligible for Social Security and Medicare <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so what it was like, what it was like i uh, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I come from um, Uh, Italian, Scotch-Irish family, I have eight eight brothers, mom, dad, stepdad, and there isn't one of them that aren't black sheep. So, And half of them have died from this disease. I have um, three children and a husband, and they are all black sheep. So I, I don't know white sheep I don't I don't I don't talk white sheep language I don't I don't know anything about white sheep um, I was raised um, I was raised uh, learning how t- I was actually taught how to drink I was taught that when you had celebrations you drank with um, I always drank Wild Turkey or Seagram Seven we always had that in our dining room table. And I was taught, you know, to drink with shots. Big shot drinker. And um, when things were stressful, brought up the shots, lined them up on the table, and we would shoot shots. So, you know, my older brothers, um, my older brothers were uh, alcoholic drug addicts, and actually, most of my family died of heroin overdose. And um, And some of them while I've been sober, and um, so I I drove out here to get away from all that when um, my oldest son was I think two two and a half. I drove from Pittsburgh to California, and um, I was twelve step by his babysitter, and um, (laughs) and uh, I told her that I was not absolutely, categorically, not one of you. Um, So she said uh, that she was an Al-Anon, and I said, absolutely. I am absolutely an Al-Anon, because they are all the problem. And so I did uh, uh, Al-Anon for about a year and a half, and then um, I, I made a commitment not to drink for a year and a half, and I went through Al-Anon, cleared up all my family issues and, and relationships and then after a year and a half I started Catherine Anonymous. Um, because I did not practice, I, did not, I wasn't one of you, so I went out there and just did me. I was my god and um, I had all the answers still and I was running my life and in the midst of that I had two other children, Michael and Janie, so they're here tonight. And um, when I think Janie was about seven, Michael was about 11, or Janie was six, Michael was 11, um, I was 12 step again on the Santa Ana court in the courtyard there. I was 12 step. And it took me a year from that 12 step to have a, what I call a spiritual awakening, and when I had that, I don't like to talk a lot about my drunkalogue because we all know the drunkalogue. I mean, I, 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 mean, we all know the drunkalogue, and so um, I don't like to talk a lot about that. I like to talk a lot about what happened when I got here. So um, I had, I, I didn't do anything different that night. My oldest son was in college. My two younger kids were in bed, and I had that bottle of wine. It was probably on my second bottle of wine, and I was in the kitchen. And I was pouring myself another glass of wine and looking at my reflection in in that window. And in my mind, I heard, if you continue to drink tonight, you're going to cross an invisible line and you aren't going to be able to stop. In my mind. I never remember hearing an invisible line, but I knew what that meant. And, And then I heard, you are an alcoholic. So I stood there looking at me, and I poured the glass out, poured the bottle out, and a couple days later walked to the rebels' meeting in Coronado Mar. I listened to what you had to say. Um, I was told to get a sponsor. I worked the steps, stay in the middle. I got a sponsor. And um, that first sponsor took me through. I was sitting on my fourth step, and she went on on Listerine. I lost all respect for that woman. I mean, if you're going to go out, Listerine, seriously. I mean, really. And um, so I, I, um, I, I remember. I mean, it just baffles me still to this day. But anyway, so um, I, you know, having a home group is critical for me because I, I that Rebels group was my home group, or still is my home group. And um, I was sitting in another meeting, um, sitting on my fourth step without a sponsor and. One of the guys that was in the home group with me, he looked at me and said, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm sitting on my four-step and blah, 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 blah. You know? And um, he brought his girlfriend over to me, introduced me. She handed me her card, and she said, call me. Call me tomorrow, and I'll take you through the steps. <laughs> so I called her next morning, went over to her house, and I did my I did my fifth step with her. I actually did um, five, six, and seven there. And um, and I got to tell you, you know, anybody that's afraid to, you know, I sponsor a lot of women, and they're always so apprehensive about doing that fourth step. And it's and I I, it really isn't that big of a deal because what it did is it gave me freedom. I left I left that apartment and I walked out of there, and it's emotional to me because alcohol made me somebody you know, it empowered me it made me pretty, it made me be able to walk out here with you Earthwalkers, that I couldn't do, I couldn't do that on my own, I had to have alcohol um it made me smart and it made me funny without alcohol I had no clue who I was not, not a clue <coughs> when I left her place for the first time ever that I could remember I walked out, got in my car, went to the grocery store and I found myself looking at that checker eyeball to eyeball eyeball to eyeball I never really remember looking at anybody in the eye because I always felt ashamed And, and all kinds of guilt and all kinds of other things but I felt relief and I really wasn't aware about those fifth step promises. I mean, she read them to me that day, but I wasn't really aware of them happening in me because I wasn't conscious enough. You know, it's like uh, Tom was talking about that onion, you know. I, I really I had a lot more work to do, and I, and I wasn't really aware that they were happening in my life. And about, just about every one of these steps, we get promises. We get absolutely the most beautiful, amazing promises that the drink doesn't give me. And so that's why I got another sponsor after her because she moved out of town. Her name is Deborah Carmen, <clears throat> And um, we went through those steps quickly and thoroughly. And that's the way I take my girls through the steps quickly and thoroughly. You know, I, um, to get relief. I am not one of those that um, <clears throat> when someone is done with their fourth step, I don't care if I'm sick or what I'm doing, I do that fifth step with them. Because I know what it feels like. So to the newcomers, there are a lot of newcomers here tonight, I, um, you can have a beautiful life. You don't have to live like that. You don't have to live like you've lived. Um, you know, I come from this family of alcoholic drug addicts, and half of them died from this disease. And I have my own <laughs> family. And my family's all sober. But they're sober because they work this, these steps. They all have a lot beautiful, beautiful lives. Beautiful lives. My oldest son has given me two grandchildren. I have a 17-year-old granddaughter and a 12-year-old grandson. And he came in. He he came in almost or 11 months after me, and he stayed sober because he stays in the middle. <laughs> he stays in the middle and works the steps. Okay, so the, so the middle son is clapping because he had 10 years, went out, but he's, he's back and he's coming up on four because he's in the middle. Never ending. <laughs> and then I have my daughter who's, who's 32 and he's got 12 years sober. I have another daughter to be who's coming up, oh, who just had three years. So it's not by, you know, it's the only way that I know to stay sober and to have a life is by working these steps, staying in the middle and having a power. And when I did step two, I chose a power that was really big, really big. And I tell my problems how big my God is. I don't have a religious God. I have a a power of the universe. And, um, and I'll end with that. I'm, I'm truly, truly grateful for this program giving me a life, giving my children a life, and, uh, and having a beautiful life with my husband. Thank you.